The book was better. Alrighty. Hello. And welcome to the Book Was Better podcast. I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And uh, you are in for a doozy of an episode. <laughs> yeah, this was, it was, it's interesting. So. Yeah. Um, before we dive this, in. Well, we should also say this week we're talking about the Scorch Trials. Yes, the second Maze Runner series book. Granted, um, it was the title of this episode, so you knew that. But <laughs> yes, but um, before we jump in, um, just a few announcements that I can think of. Today is our last day to enter our giveaway that we're doing on Instagram. Um, we're giving away some merch and an Amazon gift card and some cute bookmarks. So if you haven't All entered yet, related things. Yes, if you haven't entered yet, definitely go over to Instagram and enter to win um and then look forward to the end of this week when our merch will launch online like for purchase <laughs> like the actual launch of merch should be coming this week but and and some of the merch is just going to be like book related yeah merch it's not necessarily just gonna be like podcast stuff so if that's not your thing Yes, we, we're trying to do a good variety of Balance. things. Um, so definitely just go take a browse, um, see if anything is interesting to you. But definitely enter the contest on Instagram at TBWD podcast. Yep. And again, we primarily not only but primarily <laughs> use our socials to get fan faux pas so mm -hmm. if you want to join the conversation, that's a good place to go. But also giveaway merch. We do a, we also do some feature Fridays and things. So if you're ever curious about other podcasts that you could be listening to or who we new like books to read, <laughs> all sorts of different things. We've we do all sorts of stuff on social. So we're trying to be more active over there. So go over and. Get involved and uh, let us know your thoughts on the episodes and on certain books that we're reading, all that kind of stuff. And then also uh, give us some feedback about our minisodes. Do you like them? Um, what would you like not, to see in a future minisode? What would you like us to talk about on the minisodes? Do you like when we do the book recommendations? Because heaven knows we've both read a lot of books, so mm -hmm. we've got lots to recommend. Yes. If you need new books to read, we could be a good reference point for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's but that's just, all uh, I can think of, so I think yeah, we can let's just, just dive right in. Yes, we... Brevity. Yes. We need to improve our We're brevity. aiming okay. for brevity. Um, okay. So I'll let you do the very nice summary, and then I think I go first this week. Yep. So uh, this week, like we mentioned before, and like the title says, we are doing James Dashner's The Scorch Trials, which is the second book of the Maze Runner series. I almost said The Hunger Games. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, like, there's definitely some myself. similarities. 
Um, so very, very similar lineup here, which is interesting to me because of how vastly different this movie was. So same director as the first one, Wes Ball. This one only had one screenplay writer listed. Hmm. But he was one of the three screenplay writers listed for the first one. So I guess it was he was the Nolan. favorite. Um, I don't know, because he was the third listed on the first movie. So who knows? <laughs> That's so interesting. He apparently did this one mostly by himself for his name to be the only one on there. I don't yeah. know. Music is still by John Paisano. And the casting was again done by Denise Shamian. Shemaine, Shemayan, who knows? <laughs> we still haven't looked it up. We, st I, st no, I tried to. It doesn't have a phonetic pronunciation on IMDb or Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. So, I did what I could. <laughs> if anybody wants to Effort go onto Wikipedia or IMDb made. and you have editing access and you know how those are pronounced, maybe something to add. Um, but yeah, so I just really quick before getting into it, just find it really interesting that for having basically. The same team, I feel like this movie adaptation differed much, much more from the book yeah. than the first one did. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The first one was still quite different, but maybe in not as gigantic ways. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we're going to get into it for sure, but it is yeah, surprising. We'll it, but it's just interesting that the same director and screenwriter and stuff made vastly different decisions with this one mm -hmm. so just really interesting and, and that's part of the reason why i like to include that information just because i think it's it kind of adds yeah it's interesting yeah I didn't know it that. adds to the analysis i guess um but okay crappy summary off the top of my head so good luck with this course trials because they're very different yeah because they're very different so i'm going to try and keep it vague enough that it's a good summary for both the book and the movie but um, so after having escaped the maze, the gladers that survived now have to face like a whole new set of trials, the Scorch trials. In the book, their plan, it's like a planned trial from Wicked. In the movie, it's unplanned. They quote unquote escape from Wicked um, where they meet some new faces and run into some trust issues with some of their team. And sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird and different. So that's all. Yeah, you're right. It's hard. It's hard for me to come up with a good like summary plot summary for this week. So we'll just have to jump in to it, I guess. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's anyways. <gasps> what is your number three? So my number three is not a huge one i'm gonna build up to because really i have one big problem with this and that's gonna be my number one yeah it's my, the biggest problem with it yeah so <laughs> look forward to that at the end um but my number three is just like an interesting where i'm like why did they make that choice that seems kind of dumb kind of thing yeah Specifically, it's the way that they dealt with the flare and the the disease. Yeah, the virus. On what they call it. I think they have a word for it, but I can't remember what it is right now. It's called the virus. It's just called a virus. I thought it was in the movie. They called it something else. Um, I thought they just I think in the movie they still just called it the flare virus. The flare virus. The flare. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, in the book, it's like an airborne 
disease. It's not like zombies where you have to get like bitten or scratched in order to be infected. <laughs> like just breathing the air puts you at risk. Similar to right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a global pandemic or something. Yes, on a scary scale. So they totally changed that going into the movie. They were like, you know what people like? Zombies. And so <laughs> they kind of just well, like... When I read the book, I did kind of still picture the cranks in their full kind of crazy form, almost like a kind of zombie. Kind so of. I, I wouldn't say it's super far-fetched that no, they went that route. It's like they, they took just, it and just ran with it, though. They just accelerated it a lot. Yeah, so in the book, you can be infected for a while before you go all cray-cray zombie on everyone. Well, and then it's also a slow... Like, you're infected for a while before you show symptoms, and then... You have symptoms for a while before you fully lose your mind. Yes. Yeah, like it's a slow over time disease. There are levels of crankiness, it's not, so to speak. I got <laughs> bit a day later. I'm going to kill myself, Shoot myself. in yeah. reference to that. Death. That is not how Winston dies. No, nope. in the book, but but that's definitely not he gets how struck by lightning. <laughs> yes. And then Minho gets struck by lightning, which doesn't happen in the book and that's not how someone who just got struck by lightning would behave anyways not we going know. into that we had kids at our school get struck by lightning and yeah would not just get up okay that's not no. how it works no anyways being immune to the flare does not mean you're immune, you're immune to lightning, to lightning. Strikes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not my number three my number three is on the flare <laughs> um and so i just thought it was interesting how they essentially just said you know we're just gonna go to the fullest extent and have it really rapid. And the thing with that is in the movie, they like briefly mention when Thomas and uh, what's her name? Jorge and who's Jorge's buddy? Brenda. Brenda. Yes. When Thomas and Brenda go underground into that creepy place with like the spider webby look and stuff and that all the gross, super intense the sewer. It's literally a sewer they go into. Cool. The with the gross <laughs> with the gross cranks down there. Yeah. Brenda, as they go in, says they'll be like full fledged down here or something like that. So mm -hmm. that implies that there are levels to it. So like they kind of had the levels in there. Mm hmm. But they accelerated them to an insane level. And because of that, there were other changes made to the movie that obviously had to be made because what happened in the book wouldn't make sense. Just one example that I'll give, because I don't think you're talking about this. Are you talking about Jorge and Brenda? Yeah, that's my whole second point. I uh, never mind that. We're going to get to <laughs> that. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I sent you my list. <laughs> Look, I, I'm staring at like 12 different lists right now. I don't remember anything. Um, so never mind. I will not be giving an example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, Kaylee will give an example on her second point. Yeah. And then I'll give another <laughs> example on my first point. But I'm just laying the stage, I guess, for the fact that the movie 
is drastically changed because you can give your example and then I'll because I have multiple things to say about them if you want. Okay, Jorge and Brenda are supposed to have the the flare disease, the virus. They are infected. They're not like hanging out with a bunch of delinquents. They run a flare crank. That's the word you're looking for. Crank clinic in a way like everyone in there is at some level of infection. infection and they totally like they're infected and but they're not super far along. And so they go with Thomas and stuff in a hopes of getting a cure, essentially. So obviously with them changing it so that it ex- is so accelerated that it would only be a couple days before they lost their minds. They couldn't they have, to have them Brenda be, get bit. Yeah, yeah, infected already. So they had that intense scene with the glass breaking and her getting bit and all of that. That was not in the book. So that was one change that I thought was interesting because I thought the flare disease in the book, the way it was presented, was very interesting and like seeing the way that it progressed with different people and seeing how James Dashner came up with this disease and its progression was very advanced, so to say, like it wasn't just Mm -hmm. a zombie plague. It like had more to it, whereas I feel like the movie well, really it, it, dumbed it, it, it down. Follows what we know about actual viruses, like we're mm-hmm. in a pandemic right now. I think a lot of us have learned quite a bit more about viruses than we normally would know. But, yeah. you know, where there's like an incubation period and there's a period of time where you're contagious, but don't show symptoms. And then there's that time where you show symptoms and are contagious. And then the time when you're still showing symptoms, but you're not contagious anymore. And then you right, like either succumb to it or overcome it kind of thing yeah and yeah like not to say there aren't viruses that happen very quickly because there are but but the amount of damage that it does to the human body is like ridiculous for it to happen in that short period of time well it also doesn't make sense because i'll give another example for how quickly that happened It was like happening to Brenda and Winston at the end of the movie when Teresa tells her story about her mom. Yeah. For weeks on end and then being able to talk to her, you know, like it just doesn't. It makes it seem like the virus is there a progression or is there not? It's like the virus has progressed. So now it's more intense. Whereas when the sickness first came about, it was more like chill crazy vision thing i guess is also a thing right like even with this covid thing they've talked about like the second wave Mm -hmm. right where it's like mutated a little bit yeah i don't don't know it was it's still just weird it was interesting it was an interesting choice that's all i'll say what's your number three (laughs) um so my number three is just kind of like the beginning in general (laughs) yeah just because like you go in And it's just so different. And I remember watching the movie and being like, "Okay, when are all these people going to just like disappear? (laughs) Because in the book, it's like they get rescued, they get put in their rooms. And then when they wake up the next morning, all the adults are gone (laughs) and it's just them and they don't know what's. So I just kept waiting like, "Okay, why are there still all these people here? (laughs) Yeah. Also, the fact that they are implying that there were like multiple, multiple mazes. There's way too many people. 
There's <laughs> way too many mazes. <laughs> but they had to because they killed too many people in the they first one. They killed so many people in the first one. You know, so the fact that they only had nine people survive when it should have been much more than that. Like, like 20. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, so the fact, and, and then they do kind of, like, they introduce Eris, right? Which, but they do so mm. in, like, a very nonchalant, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and his group was entirely girls. Boom. And then, like, they just move past it. Whereas, like, in the book, like, this group A, group B thing is really important. Very, and the fact that very important. There was group A, which was all of the boys with Teresa, and then there was group B, which was all of the girls with Eris. Mm-hmm. And going into the Scorch Trials, that is also a very important dynamic that they just completely get rid of in the movie. Yeah. As well as they completely ignore, like, the intense, full, purposed tattoos. Like, yes, they still all have tattoos on their necks, but they're, like, invisible and in like some weird code so nobody even really knows what they are or cares or anything mm-hmm. like you have um, to have a machine to scan it to know what it says what it says yeah which is weird and then also there's like a brief that brief kind of little bit of visual of the cranks when which is what they call the like zombie infected people mm-hmm. when they first arrive at the base whoops i just hit my microphone I do that a lot. <laughs> um, you do. But like in the in the book, they get like a much more up close and personal like view of what they're going to be facing before they leave. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was vital just because when they leave the base, even in the movie, there's just like no fear of what could be out. Th- you know, like those things were creepy. Those yeah. things are scary. I will give them that. They made them real creepy in the movie. Yeah. And, you know, similar. They were similar to how at least the cranks in the beginning, right, which were the like further along mm-hmm. right, illness people. The way they described him, you know, as having pieces of skin like falling off and mm-hmm. purple bot, like purple and bloated, you know, just like just grotesque. They got some of that right. Imagery. And then made it really intense and very kind of zombified yeah so like i will say though that unlike other books made into movies where the movie kind of really takes its own spin like i still felt like this one worked like i didn't feel like there were any like giant gaping plot holes or anything like no i think if you watch that doesn't make any sense why did you do that because there are other ones like we haven't talked about the percy jackson series yet but like those movies even if you could completely separate them from the book in your mind they don't make sense still don't make all that much (laughs) sense (laughs) and are still really just kind of like great leaps and bounds to like make that story happen you know Mm -hmm. yeah no if you hadn't read the book and just watched this movie you would not be lost you would not be confused. Like, you no, yeah, it still makes enjoy sense. It. And it's still. And what's interesting is even with all the differences, it still does follow the basic storyline of out into the scorch, find Brenda and Jorge and that crew, escape from that crew, get separated, you know, mm-hmm. where Brenda and Thomas are together and the rest is together, get captured by a different group of cranks except again because the cranks in the movie are different it's just a different group of people yeah that drug them and stuff yes 
and that you know like it it still has the basic i don't know it's weird but yeah so the, the beginning is just it just really threw me and it took a minute for me to like start following the movie and get into it just because you had just my read brain the book. was still so <laughs> into what the book did yeah 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 that's fair what's and your number two that goes right into my number two where i'm going to talk about the ending <laughs> <laughs> So just, you know, the whole the whole movie, um, they totally changed the ending. So I don't want to because part of what I want to say is really more of my number one. So I'm going to try to keep this focused on just what they left out of the ending. One, when they reach the. Let's say the the safe place where they were trying to go in the movie. It was, yeah, it, it, it's in with the, book, the it's just a safe haven. Yes, in the movie, it's with the, what is it, the right hand, right arm, right? The right. The right arm, I think. Is that the right arm or the right hand? I'm losing my mind. I think it's the right arm. Okay, cool. I could in the totally book, be wrong. It's just a safe, it's the right arm. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, in the book, it's just a safe haven. When they get there, there are supposed to be like large monster things created by wicked they yeah, totally like the grievers yeah kind of like, like grievers mutated gross monster things. monster things that kill several of them not the super important people but you know several of the people and they totally just decided they didn't want to do that <laughs> so there's no monsters there well but there wouldn't be because again they completely changed it yeah. So the safe haven isn't owned by Wicked or run by Wicked mm -hmm. or anything. It's so. the right arm who isn't supposed to come in until the, until third, the third one. one. But in the book, essentially, they meet these monsters. They have that ordeal. And then Wicked comes and takes all the Gladers and Jorge and Brenda. And then the book ends. So Wicked is in possession of all of them. And then, then it ends. there's like a little epilogue. Yeah, but... The movie doesn't have an epilogue. <laughs> no. No, the movie just has Ava Page show up there. Yes. So then the movie, one, they're with the right arm, which is, I'm going to get into that on my number one, but they're with the right arm. They have this huge fight with Teresa betraying their location, and then they come in, Wicked comes in and bombs a bunch of things, and all these people die, and it's like, terrible and Ava Page shows up there <laughs> and is trying to like get them all aboard the ship and then Thomas grabs like a detonator and is like threatening to blow everyone up which, which like, I think is again it's inspired by the fact in the book he had to choose Jorge or Brenda which one lives yeah and so instead he was like well I'm gonna if you get us you're going to for you're going to let these people go. You know, it was like a, a different kind of choice that mm -hmm. he wanted to force on them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was weird. Um, and then the right arm comes in and like saves them, I guess. And then they only get wicked only takes Minho. But it's not the right arm that saves them. It's you're right. Jorge it's Jorge and Brenda. and Brenda that save them. My bad. And then they take Minho with them and Teresa obviously is on their side so she goes with them and they leave mm -hmm. 
And then Thomas is like, I'm going to take down Wicked and kill Ava Page. Everyone. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what? That is that is not how the book ends at all. What is the third movie going to be like? Because I'm now very curious. I haven't to know. seen it yet. But neither I, have I. This was our first time seeing this movie. Yes. And the way that the book is set up and the way that the movie are set up totally different. Like, I don't see how we're going to get the same storyline in the, the death cure. We'll find out. Look forward to two weeks from now on our thoughts there. Um, But I don't know. I just I didn't like the ending. Um, obviously I get why it had to happen that way because the way they set the movie up, which I'm going to talk about more on my number one, but (laughs) I just thought it was weird and it was dumb and I didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely was confused similarly to the beginning when it ended and I was just like, how is the third one going to work? But yes, and the, we'll see, won't we? The reason that I when you said almost at Hunger Games, I was like him at the end being like, I'm going to kill Ava Page reminded me very much mm-hmm. of like Katniss being like, I'm going to kill President Snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm That's like, true. OK, OK. OK, so my number two, like I mentioned earlier, is Jorge and Brenda. Yeah, not all bad things. So hmm. Partially, I actually really, really, really like who they cast as Jorge. Mm hmm. He's a little bit older than who I pictured while I was reading the book, but he does a really good job. Yeah, no, it's Giancarlo Esposito. Mm. Um, He's in a lot of things. He's Mm -hmm. done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Most recently, he was Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian, if you watched that. Right. That's why I recognized him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I really like the um, actor choice for him. Um, Yeah, Brenda didn't match how I pictured her. Nope. But I wasn't mad about it, but it's definitely not. I I still think that Rose Salazar did a really good job. Mm -hmm. And and like the way she behaved. I don't know. There wasn't as much flirting. She's supposed to be super flirty with Thomas, and I didn't really get that. Well, it was like nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm going to kiss you now because we're in this weird drug state. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, there's like that one little comment in the beginning, and they make a point, like when they first, not in the beginning, like when they first when meet, they first when they meet. first arrive at that place. Yeah, and, um, but it's so easy to Teresa, miss. they like make a point to show Teresa, make like a little face, and it's like, okay, Teresa, I'm going to get, okay. We're, we're going to get to Teresa. <laughs> But I really like the, yeah, the actors and everything. However, I did think it was a little weird because they're supposed to already be infected and they weren't. Mm -hmm. The relationship between them and the Gladers, I think, is just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Right. With Brenda, Brenda's clearly supposed to be like super into Thomas. And I didn't get that in the movie. No. Yeah, I I think it's just the fact that they're not actually infected, I think, changes for me the motivation Mm -hmm. for them in the movie to the point that I don't really understand. I don't know. And like the fact that they were like hanging out with instead of like, you know, being with other infected people, which made sense, like they were with these like delinquent gang people. 
Well, so that's just it. I don't know because they don't. Every time in the book, not the book, in the movie, when you see people other than Wicked, basically, who aren't infected, they all basically look like, you know, like homeless people because society is crumbled and the world is falling apart around them, you know? So I think it's just he through, I mean, he's clearly very smart and it looks like, you know, he's tinkers with a lot of technology and things mm-hmm. for whatever reason that you know he when he started doing that he gained the respect of other survivors I who guess. aren't infected and that's why he was like the leader of that survivor camp that's how i viewed it yeah they just all seemed like really but it was still weird to me that like mean. as the leader <laughs> yeah no for sure but like as the leader he was all like Okay, now we're going to be secret, secret and just sneak away. Yeah, like clearly he wasn't actually the leader or he always knew that it was tentative. I don't know. It was weird. That was a little funky. It was a bit of a shaky part of the plot. It wasn't a plot hole. And then it was just a shaky Brenda getting. Yeah, just shaky. And then with Brenda getting bit and getting infected and then getting a type of vaccine cure it's not a full cure where the doctor was all like depends on the person how long the effects will last but we've bought her at least a few months like also she can't come with us so after that she's on her own (laughs) but then that didn't matter anyway because then wicked came you know so i'm just again i guess that's just more things that i'm curious about what will happen in the next yes. one? Just because yes. I feel like Jorge and Brenda, not just in the movie, but in the book, become pretty important characters that, you know, you, you feel for and mm-hmm. you like. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. Yeah, they're just as important in the death cure as they are in this one. Yeah. So, so. I just don't know. And again, thinking of just the movie adaptation, I'm just not sure how that will work play out <laughs> and again this i'm 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 not dreading it like i have other series where they really started going downhill no um, i'm just curious <laughs> i'm just curious because i don't think like i said despite all the changes they made in this one i still don't think it's bad mm-hmm. it was just kind of weird and caught me off guard so I just don't know how they'll tie up some of the loose ends that they've created by making some of the changes they've made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I'll say there Fair. about Jorge and Brenda. Yeah, it, I'm curious to see what happens next. That's mm-hmm. the case with everything, because they were like at the I feel like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, OK, they could they could bring this back. They can bring it. And then it just nope. No, it, okay. <laughs> and it just got worse and worse. And now I have no idea how they're going to veer sh- their ship back on course for the death <laughs> cure, so to speak. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But any honorable mentions before I get to my number one? Um, I have a I couple. still really like the actress for Ava Page. Mm. Good old uh, Tammy one. I think... Sh- even though they kind of included her in weird ways. Yeah, she's like not supposed to be in this book at all. Like but at all. whatever. Yeah. Um, I still really like her. Mm-hmm. 
That's Patricia Clarkson. And then I do think that Aiden Gillen or Gillen, again, it does not give me anything. He's Irish. How do you think you would say Aiden Gillen? I think it's Gillen, not Gillen. I think it's Gillen because he's Irish. <laughs> Listen, don't judge me. That was great. I only know him to play bad guys. So that's kind of funny to me. That like, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, oh, he's the bad guy. <laughs> Oh, that's Jansen. Oh, yeah, of course, that's Jansen. He's bad. Yeah. Um, like, I think he did a good job despite his role being totally different. Quite different. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I just feel like also before I get we get to the main point. Yes. Just as something that even just came to my mind right now is I feel like the way they did the movie, it makes Wicked less intimidating. Because they're not as in control as they are in the book. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Okay. Yeah. A couple of honorable mentions. One, we kind of already talked about this, but the fact that they had the right arm in this movie at all was an interesting call because... It was just weird, yeah. They don't get introduced until the death cure. So that definitely shows that, like, this movie was made after the death cure came out. And they had read both oh, of them. Oh, that's something I forgot to mention. <laughs> oh, yes. The book was published in 2010 and the movie came out in 2015. Okay. There we go. <laughs> and at that time, the death cure had already come out. So they knew the end. So, I mean, I, again, I'm curious to see how they're going to do with that. Um, There is a part that they left out with the group B thing where we kind of, you kind of mentioned it, how there's... Like the group A and the group B. And there's a part in the book where they're in the Scorch and group B attacks groups at group A. Yeah. And it's like this whole thing. And they just totally ignored that. And they essentially wrote off group B except for Eris. And then those couple people at the end who are with the right arm. Harriet, I think, is one of their names. Yeah. But it's interesting because, like you said, in the book, it's very like almost yin yang boy group with one girl, girl group with one boy pitted against each other, which is kind of how Wicked had intended companionship it. with this and the companion, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought that that was interesting how they kind of just were like, mm, there's just other people wearing mazes and it, it anyways. <laughs> Whatever, don't worry yeah. about it. And yeah, I'm going to say those are my honorable mentions. Everything and we're else. we're just harvesting all their liquids. Like, what? Yeah, that was... Weird. Anyways. Uh, any other honorable mentions before I get into my number one? Just that. The weird, not dead, but not alive, and just slowly, like, hanging draining from their the body. ceiling. Like, just weird. Yeah. And then that's how you learn about Rachel, who was Eris's, you know, like, best friend. She's supposed to be like, dead. She, she died was in the, the maze. Thomas in Group B's world, while you know, like Eris and yeah. Teresa are counterparts. Like Rachel was the counterpart of Thomas. It's just, and she died in the they maze. They really didn't put any any importance or anything. On, They're like Group on B. Who cares? Yeah. Eris is a character. Here we go. <laughs> That's all they said. All right. Speaking of all of the changes, to sum everything up in my thoughts. Let's talk about how, for my number one, the entire premise of the movie is different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. We've kind of hinted at it. This, this is what episode. I've been building up to. 
So in the book, I'll start with the book. They get taken to this place and they, you know, they sleep and then they wake up. Everyone's gone. And Jansen, who they don't actually know his name, they just call him Ratman. Until he he does introduce himself, I think. At one point. But then they just continue calling they him They always Ratman. call him Ratman, though. Which I get, you know, in the movie, you're not going to, you know, fully do that. But Ratman, Jansen, essentially comes in very briefly, explains the situation, and then you really don't see him for the rest of the book. Like, he's not a huge character in the book. But in the movie, they essentially decided to make him like the main antagonist who's like chasing them down and like trying to get them. And you see him a lot, which, again, the actor that they got for him is great. So I'm not complaining necessarily. It was good very interesting to watch. They totally, totally changed totally the character, different. but he's a good bad guy. Um. So how do I even say this? So in the book, they are all infected with the scorch virus and the flare, the flare, vi- the flare virus thing. And they are told to cross the scorch to the safe haven on the other side where they will be given the cure. So that is their driving force in the book is to get the cure because they all have the flare virus inside of them and they don't know if all of them are immune or not. So they're mm-hmm. booking it, trying to get to this safe haven to get the cure, which building off the Jorge because and they do Brenda have, thing. Because they have controls, right? Like variables, yeah. like placebo, you know, like kind of, yeah, to really know. They have a control group and then they have a mm-hmm. test group. And so they, Jorge and Brenda are, prompted to help them because they're going to a place that's supposed to have the cure and Jorge and Brenda are infected. So they're like, hey, we'll go with you. We'll help you get there because then we want the cure, too. So that kind of all comes together. Then it's the fact that they are with Wicked in a way the entire time. There's no like escaping from Wicked. Wicked's the one that is sending them out into the Scorch. That's why it's called the Scorch Trials. Because it's a trial by Wicked. It's the next Wicked. trial. Exactly. I'm like, it, guys, in the movie, why are you even calling it the Scorch Trials? It's not a trial in the it's movie. It's not. I mean, I guess it's still a trial of, I guess, like endurance or whatever it's, to it's get not, there. But it's not what. And com- I mean, completely different connotation. Yeah. Even at the end of the first movie, Ava Page is like, all right, let's begin phase two, the next trial which is the Scorch Trials. And you're like, cool. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I watched this movie and I was like, what did my, what, ha- what, what happened? Changed? What changed? What did you do what? in between finishing the first one and starting the like, next? Like, what happened here? <laughs> and so it's totally different premise. Like, they, and then there's a scene. So anyways, yeah, totally different premise. They're supposed to be with Wicked, infected, going to get the cure. Nothing about the right arm. And Jansen's very briefly in there. And there's supposed to be a scene where after Thomas and like meets up with Brenda and stuff, Thomas gets shot. 
Which And Wicked comes in and saves him. Wicked comes in on their berg, which is some kind of flying ship. And I think that weird like hover airplane thing. I think that's that they what they were going the for. A couple times. Yeah. yeah. So they take him on board to heal him. And Thomas overhears, hey, that this wasn't like part of the plan. Like he wasn't supposed to get shot. Like, how did this happen? This wasn't part of the the plan. And so that's when Thomas realizes like every single part of this is planned out. We are still just puppets in their game. Yada, yada, yep. yada. And then he like goes back and then he's really suspicious. And then I know you're going to talk about Teresa, so I won't go into it. (laughs) But it's like it's totally different. It's just they totally just take out that scene because it wouldn't make sense to have that scene with the premise that they set. And I just I don't get why they felt the need to have them run away from Wicked. And have them do all of the stuff that they did. Like, I don't. Why change it that much? Yeah, it was fine. Like, the book was fine. It was interesting. I liked it. Not saying the movie was bad with the changes. It was still an interesting movie. And like you said, it still made sense. It didn't have plot holes. But why change what's already a good story so much? And like you said, it totally just like discredits the power that Wicked has. Like Wicked is in control of all of this in the book and they are the masterminds and they are always watching and always in control. And it's kind of intense. It's not the same thing in the movie. They're like the only thing I can think of is that that kind of power and control seemed maybe a little bit overwhelming and maybe to this, you know, director or screenplay writer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So overwhelming to the point that they didn't see how they could realistically end it happily. I I don't know. Well, I'm I mean, curious how they're when going they're basing to end it, it on a book series that has already ended. But Well, like, because that's just it. I'm like, we do have the ending. We know how to end it. Are they going to change the, only the thing ending? I could think of. So who knows? We'll it. find out next time on the we'll book was better. Now. <laughs> well, technically two times from now, if you include the minisode. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm my final thought is I am both scared and excited for book three slash movie three. <laughs> yeah, I'm both scared and excited. But um, yeah, what is your number one? Okay, so my number one is Teresa's characterization. Teresa. So here's here's the thing. (laughs) This is a little bit of a continuation from one of your points in the first one. Yep. Just because I think this problem starts in the first movie and does not get fixed here. Get to see a whole lot of Teresa's character Mm -hmm. and like you know, like what motivate, you know, those things that I really care about. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think if I've seen, I think her name is Kaya Scodelario. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. So I don't know if it's maybe I just don't like her acting style or if it is just the lack of drive or real character development given to her in the movies because I feel like we see a lot more of her in the book 
and we understand her more in the book. Well, the fact so, that they took out the telepathy in the first one and hence the second one as well definitely affects it. Yeah, no, for sure. But even still, like, I don't know, her betrayal in the movie yeah, totally doesn't different. make sense to me. And it's totally different. Mm -hmm. Whereas her betrayal in the book, I felt like was driven by keeping Thomas and the others alive. Mm -hmm. In the movie, it's like the complete opposite. And it's supposedly, supposedly the greater good that's driving her. But that doesn't like make the sense experience to me she with had how with many people are dying and how many people Wicked has killed. Like, how is that helping the greater good? <laughs> like, it just doesn't It didn't click. make sense. And then also, it's making me hate movie Teresa to the point where I'm like, how are you going to fix this in the next one? Yeah, you're supposed to like her again by the end. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that in the movies. Well, and... Sorry, just cutting in really quick. Let's talk about the fact that Thomas and Teresa are supposed to have a relationship, like a romantic connection. And I felt and I don't none see of that. I don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't sense any of I sense a little bit of attraction on Thomas's side. Kind of. Kind of. It's more like just a caring like, it's brother more like vibe. Protective. <laughs> like. Yeah, I, don't know, I felt more of a romantic connection from them in the first one than I did from this one. Even that was like loose, though, and Minimal. it wasn't strong enough to carry through this one. It seems forced. Yeah. So there's my no chemistry between the actors is her relationship with the other seems forced. I don't understand her motivation or her drive. I don't understand her characterization. In the movies, in the books, it makes sense. And I like her in the book. She has more of a personality in the book. Well, to be fair, she's not supposed to get her memories back until the death cure. So that is another thing that they took from the death cure and put into this book. Yeah. Well, she's not supposed to be with them. <laughs> like, yeah, for most of it. For most of it, because she was taken away and brought to be with the rest of the girls, similarly to how Eris was put with them. Yeah. And so when they run into Group B in the Scorch, when Group B attacks them, Teresa is with them. And that's when they kind of re-meet up. Mm hmm. And then, like you said, the betrayal is totally different because the betrayal is like one, it's almost like a slow burn betrayal. Yeah. And then, too, it's like the fact that she was in a relationship with Eris before the maze and like she was playing Thomas the whole time and she doesn't really care about him, which in the book is a big deal because they had that connection because they had it and it was believable. <laughs> if they had done that in the movie, it would have been like, what? It would have been confusing. And they like well, kind of learn in the book still, too, that she was like. Listen, if I didn't do that, they were going to kill you. I had to do whatever I could to keep you alive. Like, yeah, like it was still learn. It was, a, it was a lie. Like it was all granted. Similarly to in the book. I mean, to the, the movie does keep the part where he's all like, how am I supposed to trust anything that you say now? Like, yes. <laughs> and I will say that I think in the book after her, her betrayal, Thomas 
does not feel any romantic feelings for her anymore. He's kind of over it by that point because well, he can't no, trust I her. I think he still feels them, but he's, he's like. But he's like moving away from them, so to speak. He's like, well, it's, you know, when somebody breaks your trust, you can't just get over it. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so I get why in the movie the way that they set it up that wouldn't have really worked as a betrayal because you didn't really feel the chemistry anyway <laughs> <laughs> bummer but yeah it was mm, Teresa's an interesting one yeah so basically again here's uh, we'll see what happens in the third one <laughs> honestly I'm so curious and it's been a while since I've read these books too so Maybe I'm getting some things wrong in the third book and from my memory, but I've never seen the third movie before, similar to how I hadn't seen this movie before. So we shall see. Mm-hmm. That we shall. I believe we do have some fan faux pas. Yes. I feel like this is one of those books and movies where people are kind of like, it was different, but I didn't really mind it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what um, I'll just read the one we have from Allie L. She said, with this series, the movies are so good, even with differences from the book. I feel this movie is really different from the book, but I'm not really bothered by it. I hope you talk about how amazing the casting of Aiden Gillen was for Jansen before the movies that mm. who ex who exactly I pictured while reading. Which is interesting, but like, yeah, he's. Does a really good job. He's good, creepy villain guy. He just mm -hmm. kind of is a good job at that. He does that a lot. Yeah. So. But like she said, I feel like most people just aren't super bothered by the interpretation that the movie made. Like, it's well, still an interesting we movie. I we liked weren't it. either, right? Like, yeah, I still, I would, I'll still watch these movies. Like, I'd rewatch it. I'd watch it again. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I would encourage anyone who hasn't seen them to watch them because they're yeah, really no, good. It was it was interesting. It was good. However, they're not the same as the book. <laughs> we do have the question. Oh, yes. So was, Taylor, the, was book the book better? better? <laughs> yes. No, the book was the, the book was better in this. Case. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really liked the movie, but I liked the book. I more. still really liked the movie, but last time I was pretty split. This time, I, I think the book does take it. Yeah, there's just like, you know, the stuff I just listed where the entire premise was different and stuff. I just thought I liked the book better. <laughs> so, you know, just those few things like the entire thing is not. The yeah, same. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no biggie. Mm -hmm. So I think that is it. I think that. We are so excited for on that one. the next uh, installment. Two weeks from now, we'll be talking about the death cure, and I'm sure we will have some interesting thoughts on that one. Yeah, because seriously, who knows what we're getting ourselves into with that? Mm -hmm. I'm excited and, like you said, a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, next week, but we're going to have another mini sewed out, um, but the full episode will be in two weeks' time. Um, Again, it, don't forget about that giveaway. And then also let us know what you want the next mini so to be about on social media as well. Mm hmm. So show. But with that, I think we can say um, 
That's it. That's the we end. We will see you next time. Have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>